the tobacconists. Smoking is green. Smoking is green. A radiophonic opera in four cigarettes and one during the intermission. And as things go with operas, first there is an overture. And now please light your first cigarette. The first act is Great Times to Smoke.
<clears throat> Great times to smoke. After a meal. After sex. With wine. With beer. With spirits. With coffee. With tea. With water. With thinking. The first one of the day. The last one of the day. With a friend. Thinking about the enemy. Reading a book. Listening to music. Watching a film. Driving a car. Riding in a car. On a boat. On a plane. On a train. While waiting. While talking. The next one. The last one. Now. Always. Anytime.
after sex. Just Please light your second cigarette. The second act is Bad Liberal's Dream. I'm of the old school of Marxist thought. One of the primary uses of the government is to tax the fuck out of rich people to more fairly redistribute the wealth, thus helping to ameliorate the predatory aspects of consumer capitalism.
since taxes on tobacco, alcohol, or fast food are regressive taxes on the poor, and taxes on the poor are not ever the work of progressive politics, I wonder what these so-called liberals are thinking. I can see it now, like a dream. It is a dream. Oh, oh, I'm, oh, I'm getting, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 taxing the few joys they have in their lives. And, 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 and once we coerce them into not smoking or drinking and, and to eating a healthy, low-fat, organic diet, 
then wealth will magically be redistributed in an equitable fashion. And no, no, and 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 everyone will live to be a happy 100 years old, and 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 the world will be a better place for consumers everywhere. Once. They stopped these filthy habits. Everyone. Oh, and everyone will be able to buy a lot of stuff and re recycle all the boxes. for an intermission. Please go to the lobby and get a nice drink. We have beer and wine. Please feel free to smoke.
Please return to your seats as we will continue our main program. Before our third cigarette, here is a song by the Smoking Sensations Chorale. It is now time for the third act, Smoking is Green. Please light your third cigarette. Smoking is Green. Although abhorred by the left, except to heavily tax to pay for things the wealthy should be paying for, smoking is, in fact, green. Very green. 
smoking is, in fact, green. Very green. I think it goes without saying that the main environmental problems in this world are caused by overpopulation and overconsumption along with the inefficiency of distribution under capital. anti-smoking brigade began their real assault in the late 80s. Big part of what legitimized raised taxes on tobacco products was, look at how much smokers are costing us having to treat them for cancer, missing work. Statistics were rolled out to prove that smokers cost the public millions of dollars in pursuit of their own pleasure. Statistics can be made to dance many, many ways. The idea that someone who gets cancer in their 60s and then dies costs the public more than someone who lives to be 90, getting all sorts of treatment and care along the way, is ridiculous. Since smoking shortens the lifespan, and hence the consumption of most people who do it, it should be encouraged, not discouraged, for the good of the planet. A heart attack or cancer at 60 saves the world 30 years of your consumption. This is as green as it gets.
everyone wins except the poor smoker, both unfairly taxed and forced to smoke out on the pavement like some sort of vagrant. Smoking is, in fact, green. Very green. And now we visit Smoker's Paradise. Please light your fourth cigarette. Smoker's Paradise. Smoker's Paradise. What would it be? Unlike the paradise of an equitable distribution of wealth, or an imaginary paradises of religion's mysticism, I can imagine a Smoker's Paradise. In fact, I don't have to imagine it all. It has already existed in the past. Watch any film made from the late 20s until the late 50s, and you will see that just about everyone smoked everywhere all of the time. Anyone could afford a smoke. I was born in 1957, and I can remember ashtrays at the ends of aisles in supermarkets when I was very young. People used to store a few packs of cigarettes of brands they didn't smoke but their friends did, in the freezer, in case their friends were over and ran out. I don't think we'll ever see a return to the halcyon days of great smoking, but for fuck's sake, you should be able to smoke in some places in public. Bars, for example. I was in a cigar bar years ago. They had an excellent ventilation and filtering system. The place was full of cigar smokers, and you could barely smell the smoke. I'm sure air filtration technology has improved since then. 
or like miners and other people work in bad air, make the employees wear ventilators if secondhand smoke is such a concern. The pop singer, Joe Jackson, is an avid smoker and has spent a lot of time and money researching the dubious claims of secondhand smoke science. Please refer to his website and download his free e-booklet, Smoke Lies in the Nanny State. At any rate, you don't have to imagine a smoker's paradise, you just have to look at history. A very neglected subject these days. Offering a pretty girl a cigarette in a bar and then lighting it for her is as romantic as it gets. Why not buy her a drink? <laughs> this pleasure has been stolen from us among so many others. I would rather live as a lion. A romantic smoking lion. Smoker's Paradise. Smoker's Paradise. Smoker's Paradise. tobacconists, Franz DeVart and Scott Faust. Announcements by Carla Barecki.